In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Donald Trump with a, a stain on our country. I am someone's daughter, too. That's what I'm doing. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. The Betches Sup Podcast. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaris. And this is the Betches Up Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. It hasn't been, a, we haven't had many laugh-filled episodes recently. We actually haven't talked to you guys together since last week's mass shooting. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The one that happened exactly one week ago. Right. That one. Oh, that we yeah. were all still mourning and reeling from. Um, I mean... At this point has been made a million times, but it's just a bummer that like one of the basically we get this period where it's like spring is coming. People are getting vaccinated. Oh, yeah. Mass shootings are back. Amazing. Like it just feels like um, this issue that we put on pause for the pandemic and that, and to see it come back so immediately is so heartbreaking. I've also had um, a sense that. I think also these mass shootings where you're talking like five to 10 people shot or killed, these were happening. They always happen. And they were happening throughout the Trump administration when I think they got buried because we're used to hearing about it, unfortunately. And we start to metabolize it really quickly, especially when at every turn Trump was doing something crazy and dangerous. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's a mix of we're getting back to normal and our normal includes mass shootings and we're all able to like really understand the gravity of them. And we don't have this like monster fucking with everything else all the time. Yeah. And that it's a problem that it's a deep problem that transcends like who's in charge, who's in, you know, because, you know, we had Trump. So like somebody who didn't really advocate for gun control and like, it was like guns, guns, guns. And then now you have somebody, you know, it's just like, it doesn't really matter. It's a deeper issue. Just like the race stuff. Yeah. Like Sandy Hook was under Obama. Like we're not, we're not solving this issue until we solve it. Mm -hmm. And it's not right. It's an American issue. It's yeah. It's very so let's get into the details that we know right now. We're recording on Tuesday at 1215. Um, and we've we got we just got a bunch more details in about the last hour. So today we're obviously talking about the seventh mass shooting in seven days in the United States of America. A mass shooting is defined as four or five, four people shot at. It doesn't have to be killed. And so this week there was a series of those uh, with multiple fatalities. Most recently, last night, a gunman opened fire in a Boulder, Colorado grocery store, killing 10 people, including a police officer who'd arrived to the scene really quickly. The Boulder police chief said on Tuesday that a 21-year-old man from a Denver suburb had been charged with 10 counts of murder. He also named the police chief all of the victims whose families have all been notified as of early, early this morning, and they range in age from 20 to 65. 
This obviously comes on the heels of last week's attack, killing eight in Georgia. And like I said, a mass shooting is defined as shooting four or more people. So I'll go through the others that happened this week. Uh, Five people were shot in a drive-by shooting in Stockton, California, four in Oregon, five in Houston, eight in Dallas, where one person died, and six people were shot at a Philadelphia party, and one person ultimately died. That's all in seven days. The pandemic year of 2020 had had the smallest number of mass killings in more than a decade. So like I said, we're getting back to normal and this is our normal. And it was quite a jarring reminder, I found. Sounds mm-hmm. like you guys did too. Yeah, I, I, it really did feel like we, I said this earlier, but like that we had put the issue kind of on pause yeah. for a minute. And so for it to come back in such a massive way, like number one with a hate crime so like that was an added level of horribleness and there really is something to um the fact that this happened in a grocery store that's really sad because just throughout this entire pandemic like the grocery store has become such (laughs) such an emotionally fraught place in general and to think like maybe we were kind of getting back to being able to let your guard down in a grocery store. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't just shop for avocados in peace ever, ever. ever. Yeah. And it's just like, I guess it's like the details get so like all those cities that you named, like it's not like, oh, East Coast or West Coast or race or, you know, it just is like all intersectional all over the country. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it's like the details that I find, like, when I was like, this guy's 21, like, both weeks, it's just like, Mm -hmm. imagine being, you know, like, I was 21, you know, last year, and... (laughs) (laughs) Child labor on this podcast. I know, I'm so young and hot. Um, (laughs) No, but... I just think about how much I've grown as a human being and I've been able to experience and live and change since I've been 21. Um, And it's, you really do have your whole life ahead of you and you really have seen nothing in in your life. So it's just like for you to, you know, I, I hate to like use the Twitter term, like choose violence, but still like, for you to like think that's a resort, it just makes me so sad about the reality of what people think will make yeah. them happy. You know what I mean? It it's just very it just strange. Is depressing. I, I also have been thinking about this. I don't know. It's like the the Atlanta the Atlanta killer said that he wanted to eliminate the temptation. Okay, and then what? You would go home and not go to the parlors anywhere. You were always going to get immediately arrested for mass murder. Like what? You're right, Millie. It's like the we talk a lot about teenagers and looking out for them, but you're right. Like at 21, you're not managing your emotions correctly. You don't no. know how the world works. You have no. no business being able to get a gun, which is another conversation. Which he was able to buy but like the day of the shooting. In Atlanta, think, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. 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 You can't register to vote. You can't do same day registration. You can't. They want to make it harder to vote. They, that's probably impossible to get an abortion. 
Yeah. Like are really difficult. Oh, I'm sure that there's a waiting period for an abortion in Georgia. And I would the, be shocked. Maybe I'm wrong, but usually places like that, it's like to get an abortion, you have to wait 72 yep. hours or something like Whereas that. Whereas you could go to like an out-of-state gun show and get a gun with no background check and go home Nothing. with it right you away. You can get a gun in the middle of a mental health episode <laughs> and, and have it that day. Guns kill you people. Know? Like, like it's the actually, guns that kill people. They actually kill a lot of people. And this and was an AR-15 style rifle that can kill a lot of people. Jesus really fucking fast. Christ. And then also, like, I know y'all have talked extensively. I haven't talked, I haven't talked about this. No, the it's shooting. all connected. I plan but, to address it today. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, the, you know, they're like women, like they're like women in their 50s. in that you know and then like the grocery store it's like this is the grocery store sir like who's threatening you why do you need a gun at a grocery store like what the fuck is wrong with you people yeah it is is wrong with you people it's it's and the cop had a gun so it's not even like the oh good guy with the gun whatever i'm sure that cop that died had a gun yep so yeah, they actually the killed the good guy with a gun immediately. immediately. So, like, yeah, <laughs> cool. And nine other people died. So every time this happens, we repeat the similar refrains. And it's weird because we haven't had this for a while. Uh, this, I feel like yeah. we haven't swarmed Let's around. Dust I, off our yeah, I, I, I usually have them memorized, but I had to look them up again because I was like, I think they might have been updated. But the vast majority, again, okay, gun nuts are crazy when this happens because they will take anything that the media reports or that is on Twitter. And if it is at all wrong, they will use it to discredit the entire argument against gun control at all. Like you have to be really careful describing the guns. So who knows how this guy today or last night got his gun. It's irrelevant. I'll tell you why. The vast majority of, of Americans support universal background checks. That means anytime you get a gun, you've got to get a background check. I'm not saying those catch everything, but they catch a lot of things. And we've seen It'd be nice like, to have. Yeah, let's if you have try. like a domestic violence charge, you probably shouldn't get a gun. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's give let's it give a it, shot. Let's give it a whirl. I'm see like, if it catches a couple. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm I'm more like we should have like social oh, workers in gun in gun. Like yeah. if we're gonna do the gun thing, we should have a social worker or psychologist give like a fucking eval first. Mm-hmm. Yes. of Americans and 85% of Republicans support universal background checks, as do 72% of NRA members. Yet background checks are only required when purchasing. This sentence is ridiculous every time I read it. You only need a background check when you purchase it from a licensed dealer. So you only get a background check if you go the most legit route. Those sales account for 78% of all gun sales, which is a lot, but the amount of guns in this country is out of control. There are more guns than people in America. That's a fact. So 22% of those is a lot, especially because 78%, same number of mass shootings involve firearms obtained without a background check. Only, I know there's a lot of numbers, only 22% of gun owners are in possession of a weapon that they obtained without a background check. Mm. So the reason I list all of those is that it really looks like doing universal background checks would have a minimal impact on like the gun business and the hobbyists and the people that sell them, but a massive impact on the number of firearms that are sold to people that might carry out these mass shootings, especially when you consider that everybody seems fine with this, but we can't seem to pass. You can basically get a gun without a background check if you go to a gun show. 
if you get it like from a friend, if you get it as a gift, if you buy it out of the back of the car, like there are all of these loopholes that make, I, I don't know, call me crazy. It just sort of seems like if you get it, I think you should get a background check everywhere. It surprises mm-hmm. me that only if you get it from a licensed dealer, did they do the background yeah. check, but like the farther down going, legit you go, yeah. the, the easier it is. But if you go, like, I feel like if you're going to a dealer, there's already a sense of responsibility. True. But right. even, but I don't even know because I feel like the guy who did, and correct me if I'm wrong, and like the guy who did the mass shooting in Orlando the with the 50 people at Pulse, mm-hmm. I feel like he bought his guns legally, but bought a bunch of them. Right. So there's not even like a limit into how many guns you should buy, you can buy. Right. Background checks is-, is really just the most popular thing that we could do quickest but it would not solve the issue like you said like you gotta have limits on how many guns you can buy i mean in canada they banned most assault style rifles last april they had a mass shooting that killed 20 people within a year they banned assault rifles that was the worst they'd ever had new zealand we remember had christchurch killed 51 people within a month they banned assault rifles the most activity we've had around doing this was in 2012 sandy hook since then at least 3,000 people have died in mass shootings nine years later and like how many in school you know what i mean that's the shit that's like people are how many are permanently just like with disabled disabled yeah like that's right and traumatized like how many people there's so much like that's just the number of people who have died because of this shit it's not even it doesn't even count the Three families, everything. According to a Vox analysis I read this morning, which was about a year old, it said that 3,000 had died and about 12,000 had been seriously injured. And it's not even seriously injured either. It's like my friend worked at this, um, worked at this office in California, like fresh out of college. We were like 21 or 22. And some guy, she worked in this office. Some guy came, killed his boss, killed himself she was locked in a closet for three hours. Like that, you know, how do you, you know, 22 years old, like, and even in like the, right. No injuries, nothing. He didn't find trauma. her, but that is trauma. She thought she was yeah. going to die. And based on how America works, like she, she, did, she wasn't incorrect. She wasn't being, that reminds me of like when AOC did her talk and I think she outlined trauma really well, it's like in that moment, you have every reason to believe and the evidence around you is telling you you're going to die very yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, that experience that your body went through doesn't change because you, that's not how it ended. Yeah. Yes. And like, if you think about the, every single person at that grocery store is now, or who was at that grocery store is now a trauma point. Like none mm-hmm. of them, None of them, like the experience of going to the grocery store is fucked up for every single one of those people. Imagine working there, working there. Working at any, yeah. At any grocery store where, and and these are are also employees that have had to, have not always had their managers and bosses like help them out with ensuring that people are masked. Like these workers are already like, they're not making enough money. They've been working the whole time. They have died in huge numbers. Mm -hmm. And like- They probably have been thinking all the time, like, also, I could get shot. We got reminded yesterday, but just the burden that these people have to carry is, like, unacceptable when it could be addressed so easily. It should not be that dangerous to go to the grocery store. Like, should not be like this. Should not be that serious. And, like, dog, you're 21. Like, I don't know. I'm still stuck on how young this person is. 
And it's like, now you're going to spend the rest of your life in jail. Right. For what? For what? Now, I now does feel like a perfect time for me to announce my new initiative that uh, that I pitched to Amanda last week, actually, when there was only one. So confused. (laughs) Uh, Millie has no idea what this what's about to happen. I pitched this initiative to Amanda last week with the first mass shooting. There has I we had intended to announce it today. We had no idea there would be another one. So uh, it just so happens that it's particularly relevant to today's news. But I was thinking about how these shooters, they all want recognition for something. They want attention for some kind of grievance. And we always have to do this thing where we know more information about the shooter than we know about the victims for so long. And there was that guy last week who we kept hearing so much about him, but not hearing anything about the victims. So Mm -hmm. I think that we should institute a John Doe type system for these shooters where we all refer to them as the same name. And when we show their picture, we just put up like the same stick figure with sort of like a scraggly beard and like little wire glasses. (laughs) Um, And instead of John Doe, I think that this name that we should use to refer to all of the shooters is John Dick. Okay. That's my pitch. (laughs) So I would, John Dick will formally be what we call exactly. all of the assailants. Exactly. So like 21 year old John Dick yes. opens fire in Boulder, Colorado. We just show the picture of, you know, just like a little pinched up face and a little scraggly kind of dry beard. It's always so dry. It's, it's always, always so a dry. really dry beard. Yeah. Um, We're still um, learning about I have not seen confirmed reports of this shooter's race. I think John Dick relates to any race. Yeah, obviously anyone who is killing people in a ma- in mass is John, is John Dick. Dick. Is John mm-hmm. Dick. We're not going to yeah. adjust it like Trader Joe's depending on no. Trader <laughs> background. Trader Jocks, Trader Jose. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so we don't yet know the race. Um, I don't know if it was a white guy. I saw a name released that sounds like it could not be a Caucasian background. I'm not sure. We can't make that conclusion. That's the stuff that like is bad to tweet about early on because it gives uh, our adversaries a good opportunity to undermine the very like important conversation we should be having. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. We didn't get to talk to you guys after last week, but it was like a really emotional week for a lot of people around the country and around, especially in New York, um, I think because we've had these these hate crimes here and it's a lot of us do have, you know, a diverse it's a diverse city and we know people who are impacted by this. So what's been on what have you guys been thinking about? I mean, everything we've been talking about yeah. here, like it's just tough, you know. I've been I've been trying to take the opportunity to learn more about the history of anti-Asian racism in the U.S. since the first shooting. Obviously, the second shooting, we don't know the motivation behind that. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it's the same as the first one. But, yeah, it's really hard. I mean, everything feels kind of futile when it comes to this stuff because we keep having the same conversation. So I've just been trying to take it as an opportunity to learn about some stuff I didn't know before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's brought up a lot in me and my life, but like, you know, I've, I mean, just last week, you know, it's just so depressing because like, you know, I've been really reading, you know, about the kid that one of the sons, like, um, and it's just, it's messed up that someone doesn't have their mom because some guy's an asshole and like, John Dick just decided, you know, had a bad day or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's excellent taking away. Use. Yeah, a, exactly. A, Thank a you. Seamless and excellent use of the Thank new you. term. Thank y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just seems like, you know, it's just so unfair. And like people just come in there. They're just trying to do the right thing by their family and their kids. And like, you know, people don't respect that or don't value their life because they whatever. And like, some of these parlors, like whatever CD, but some of them do. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like most like you have to know how to massage, like, like, and then that's an option that you add on. But I think that from what I was reading, there were people who actually did get massages from that place and was like, like, you know, and, and I went to, you know, and like, all I can do is, they were just, most of them licensed to they had yeah, a profession. Massage. Yeah, exactly. And people that are surprised by things that they added on have a very poor grasp on like how common sex work is. Yeah. Or like, well, you're down there anyway. So right. <laughs> but um, you know, I think for me, it would you know, in terms of like 
being on like being online and like I just am kind of like struggling personally with the burnout of just living of like every week it's another organization and everyone's back and forth mutual aid Mm -hmm. link trees and stuff and it can feel so like you know that is just something I'm struggling with and then especially like in the Black Lives Matter community like there has been reckonings and conversations uh, last week about where does this money go? Like, mm-hmm. like who's exploiting this for fame? Who's using, who's using these movements and tragedies to uplift their personal, like to make money mm-hmm. and all that yeah. stuff. So those are things that I've been seeing. And I mean, that has nothing to do with the shootings, but those are like all these conversations that I've been having. And like, are you I'm talking just, about like, the, like Tamir Rice's mom and the- Tamir Rice's mom, Samir Rice and the Sean King, mm-hmm. like his um, organization North Face. There's a lot of controversy there. He's not transparent. People, you know, it's not even 100% confirmed he's black. Like people are saying <laughs> right. he's Caucasian and like he's made himself the people pillar. Are where, <laughs> I, well, um, so, so there's just a lot of stuff there where it makes it. So like for me personally, I'm just like, well, I'm going to support the Asian people in my life and I'm going to support Asian businesses. And I went to, um, I think I was telling you this, like I went to my favorite massage parlor um, and I'm like, you know, and I went like, I'm going to do something good like mm-hmm. for this. And also like, whatever I have, like my back yeah. has been strained. But while I was there, I had, cause I hadn't gotten a massage or done yoga or done anything for a year a year and a half and they <laughs> this lady like stood on my back like <laughs> she had to get her male co-worker from the back <laughs> I was only supposed to be there for like I'm like let me indulge and get an hour maybe an hour and a half they're like you need two hours and you need to come back every other week like this is bad. <laughs> you and, can't like, do this it's, yeah like, it's the link trees they're stressing me out yeah, no there was like and I was holding in so much tension yeah. in my body and I had so many knots and it was so much things and this guy's just like punching amazing and I'm like oh this is me like and I'm like damn like I was I'm here feeling like oh here me doing something nice and I was like they're really taking care of me and I was the last person to leave the massage parlor at 10 30 and I'm just like damn like how can you kill somebody that's doing this to, for people like so much healing going on yeah. I don't know. as yeah. you were talking about you mentioned the age a couple times and it it reminded me that we're as a society we seem to be really aware of the risk of suicide for young people mm-hmm. in their early 20s and teens and we have a lot of we have hotlines like I don't know if what I'm suggesting is we need a potential mass shooter hotline but there are effective ways to interrupt those thought patterns that are proven in people with suicidal ideation you know it's it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem and i'm sure there are very smart scholars and academics who are looking at this but like you said millie it's like these are very common and these are the motivations that these shooters have yeah, it's very rare and extreme to act on them, but you never know. Like, I'm not going to pull the hat a bad day, but it's something clicks that if maybe you can fucking do some CBT, mass CBT on these people so that they can click it back and stop doing this. Like, we need to reckon with the reality. I, 
obviously ban the guns, but also like we need to address what's going through people's heads. It is yeah. a mental health crisis. A lot of these like young, lonely men have been alone for a year. It doesn't justify this, but it's not doesn't mean good things for coming out of this. That's the thing that just freaks me out is that like we're in the middle of a mental health crisis on top of a mental health crisis. And when you talk about like where 21 year olds have been left for the past year, it's like a lot of people who would have gone to college weren't able to. A lot of people are home. They're lost jobs. They're alone. Like, again, it's not to humanize people who do these acts, but it is to say like, we we have a we had a problem with young angry men doing this before and they've only been more alienated and more alone and more stressed out in the past year yeah more susceptible to misinformation yeah Mm -hmm. more susceptible to and like it's like they are human though at the end of the day they are human beings and like we don't see a mass campaign the way that we see like campaigns like get out the vote or something like you're right there isn't a campaign about there needs to be one it's like mass shootings are terrible like not even just terrible but just like that's not the way to solve your problems like and talk and like have some kind of campaign that lets people know that like there are different ways to deal with stuff and and like and like getting other people to like Mm-hmm. it's not just these guys it's the, you know and i think that yeah. was what one of the kids the kid said was just you know um one of the vic- the sons of one of the victims um is just like where did you what did you teach your son yeah. like take some responsibility to the community because everyone's like oh he was very nice and it's like no let's all work together and try to find signs of somebody and like try yeah. to flag and take these things seriously like we all need to work together to flag that kind of behavior. And I don't want to also take away from the like Asian-ness of it all. And like, mm-hmm. of course, the stereotypes and and all that stuff. Like, it's just, it's all like a perfect yeah. storm of, of trash. He was in an evangelical like rehab for porn and sex edition because he was like a born again Baptist who kept being told you have to be sexually pure. And that's yeah. toxic and stupid. Yeah. And it's just like, who cares if you get a hand job from, you know, a 50 year old Asian, Asian woman, just tip her and like, fucking your way. Kill yeah. her and like leave, but like, and, have, and feel your, feel relaxed. Tip and her feel and then relaxed. go, go and yeah. go. Leave, we go. all face much greater indignities day to day as yeah. Americans like that. We don't see and paying but, for a hand job because you wanted one. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the hand job part is a little embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but honestly, like, but it is like that demonization of, uh, and like this also this thing of like, yeah, men can't express like sadness or whatever. It only comes out as anger. It's like a lot of stuff. And I just was reading one time this, this was like the craziest thing I've like saw, like I reacted to live, but a few years ago, there was like this kid who was going to carry out a mass shooting and like the family caught it and like people caught it before anything happened. Oh, yeah. And they they saw his manifesto and he's like, I hate my life. I'm going to kill so many people. I'm going to do it on this, blah, blah, blah. The only thing that can solve it is the love of an Asian woman. And I'm oh like, God. oh, my God, are you fucking kidding me? But it's like, but- what do these people think? You know, it is connected. I don't know. That shit pops up on. I mean, like, who knows? We'll learn more about John Dick in the future. 
Yes, yes, we're, we're going to use it. You I did it. it. We're doing it. We're, we're making it happen. We'll learn more about John Dick in the future, but it would be interesting to see like how Asian women are portrayed on the websites that he's looking mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. And I, what what type of porn was he addicted to? What was happening um, in that porn? And if you go on a lot of these like fucking incel forums, like the fixation on Asian women is... Yeah, for real. Yeah, there's going to be a lot to unpack for a long time. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. On a slightly lighter note, I feel like it might take a light a light direction. <laughs> yeah. Let's check it out in Miami. Of course. Uh, an AP headline this morning read, Miami South Beach confronts disastrous spring break. So there have been more than a thousand arrests and nearly a hundred gun seizures already during this year's spring break season. I think that's in all of Miami. I don't know if it's just South Beach. What do you I think? I think it's Miami like? Beach, like Miami South Beach. I so ah. So I have like very nuanced opinions because- okay. South Beach over the past few years has become more of a place where young black people go to, like black and brown people. And it has become more urban and like the whatever, the like class. It's it's really crazy because I feel like there's a lot of things that are influencing it. But like with climate change, like a lot of developers and a lot of things are going more inland because mm. South Beach is not going to exist in, so basically, before, like, with redlining and shit, they would move all the, like, Black people inland, and, like, that's where little Haiti is and stuff like that, um, and then all the rich people, rich white people would be on the beach and on the coast, but, you know, following the climate change tr- trend, all the developers are moving more inland and gentrifying those neighborhoods and, like, put those party places and stuff, and then, you know, the beach is now where... Um, it's become more urbanized, whatever, quote unquote. But so that's like on one end, I'm like, you know, it's fucked up that they have this. They they only put this like increased police. Pr- on yeah, one end, I'm there's like, a lot I'm going like, on. Yeah. I'm like, would they put this increased police presence if it was a bunch of white kids? And then I'm also just like, probably it's coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Like, like these are the things that but it's also just like. Because all the, but then all these kids, like, and I'm saying kids, they're like 20s. Yeah. 20s mm-hmm. and stuff. They're, they're, they're not even from Miami. They're from Alabama, South Carolina, yeah. Georgia. And Miami op- welcomed them. Exactly. With open arms. This exactly. is the distinction. And this is why I don't think it's fair to be like, why did they go there? Exactly. Because they were told to, they were told there was not going to be restrictions. Some people are, the city had to implement an 8 p.m. curfew, which sucks for people that work at establishments and it it will help control the problem but like people paid for their trips that now they can't like be out in new orleans and louisiana before mardi gras both new orleans mayor and louisiana governor said 
we're serious about this. Like, this isn't going to be fun. If you try to come, you got a mask. Mm. We saw all of the Yardi Gras. Like that was awesome. They, Miami did nothing. They basically said, come and have fun. Like all businesses are completely open and there's no mask mandate. Yeah. Ron DeSantis. He said, Florida's open for business. He fully said that. And now they're dispersing yeah. pepper bullets in the streets of people. Yeah. And that's the thing too. And it's like, and they're coming from states that don't give a fuck about coronavirus. Yeah too like they're coming from states it's not like they're coming from some people are coming from states that are like you know strict about coronavirus but for the most part they're coming from states that just don't have beaches but have been not right. taking it seriously and they're thinking they're gonna go party and stuff and then yeah it's just like yeah um you know you opened your place up for business you didn't want to lose two weeks or whatever and now you have this huge problem and and the thing too like the other nuanced thing is like they're showing videos and like a lot of black twitter has been saying you know videos of people fighting and with guns and like a lot of black twitter has been like these videos are from three years ago mm. like or not even current like they're they're mixing up the message to show that it's more violent than it is and it's hard to decipher you know but like that's kind of like the, oh, this is so difficult and dumb. And I'm, but I also, I also was in Florida for Christmas and that shit was crazy then. It was, made me super uncomfortable then. And it wasn't yeah. even like, it was, you know, so I can right. just imagine. Like, when I say a thousand arrests, like that could be misleading because I don't mean for violent crimes. We mean no. people can get arrested for gathering right now. You can get exactly. arrested for, for a number of reasons. Yeah, I've been reluctant to share the pictures because they are all of black people with these really like upsetting headlines and like yeah. irresponsible yeah. crowds descend on Miami. It's like, mm, some an editor should have looked at that. But there has been gatherings of white kids, you yes. know what I mean? Like in this country and stuff. And so that's the thing. But I'm also just like, yeah, dude, but like this is coronavirus, dog. Like it's tough. It is tough because it's like ultimately like we can't have these people gathering like yeah. anywhere <laughs> at that level of of any rate. But that should have been stopped before like that should have been stopped before they arrived by saying like spring break is not like Florida should have said spring break is canceled. Right. And you have to anticipate that people get like pretty lit. We've been inside for a year. This is going to happen as places reopen. There are going to yeah. be situations that require crowd control and people taking it easy. We need to be planning better for that because people could have gotten hurt. I'm sure people did get hurt. I've read there's like stampedes because police come Jesus. and with threat and like this isn't good that's and that's what that's what the mayor and the city you know and like that's what they're like we want to stop it before anything serious happens but yeah like if they said spring break was canceled like people would have still went but like gone to enjoy the beach and like chilled in in a hotel like yeah you, you know everything's been canceled whatever even new york whatever but people still come see the sites go see a family member and then go home. Not like, oh, I'm going to go to five clubs and all this stuff. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's exactly. Upsetting. Like if they had just put in place maybe like a slightly lesser curfew or some other more minor restrictions, they could have had a reasonable level of tourism without mm, totally. what was happening here. But obviously, these young kids all went there thinking like we're going to be able to party 100% at 100% capacity because 
Florida is telling us that's the case. They don't, their nightclubs are open. Their bars and restaurants are open. The governor just went on TV and said, we are open. So like, yeah, you show up and you're like, I'm going to fucking rage here. And now I'm off. I'm not an economist, but I wouldn't be surprised if the lost income over the next few weeks from having to shut everything down at eight uh, means that they made less than they would have over spring break had they just set restrictions ahead of time and let people know what to expect and what would be allowed. I saw the curfew includes takeout yep. too. So these Those people don't get tips fucked. now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucked up. And like, I'm not excited to see what Fox news is going to say about, you know what I mean? And that's like the dumb thing. It's like, you know, Oh, now we all care about coronavirus restriction. You know, right, before right. it was like, we're limiting too much, but now that it's a whole bunch of black, ki- you know, black people who want to go enjoy their fucking spring break. Now we're all talking about like, this is wrong and irresponsible. Like, fuck you, Fox. Donald Trump had a huge ass party the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all having their CPAC shit and all that stuff. There was That's a White not House a problem. outbreak. There was a White Multiple. House outbreak. Mar-a-Lago got a ha- outbreak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, I, you know, I really don't want to hear it from them, you know, for like, like suddenly care. And even, even when I was in Florida, I went to a restaurant. I sat outdoors and the restaurant, even for me, even for the before times, it was packed. But considering that it was indoor, outdoor, everything, packed, 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 packed. Mm-hmm. And considering that, it, you know, it just made me really nervous, you know, going into that from New York, how we were. And I and the bathroom had like a line of like 15 people Oof. in it. Like it was just and then I was just like having an anxiety. And I'm just like, this is crazy. And then the woman and I'm like, I'm from New York. Like, I'm not used to this many. Pe-. And then she's like, well, I'm from New York. Open. I'm not used to this many people. <laughs> and Like, I haven't been used to like a small enclosed bathroom yeah. space, like waiting, like in a club. It felt like a club. Yeah. But it was like. Saturday at 4 p.m. Like I thought I was going to have like brunch with my friend. That's what I'm going to, that's going to be my line now when I leave the city. Like, you'll have to forgive me. I'm from New York City. I don't like crowds. I don't <laughs> like crowds. We've been taking it easy. And this lady's like, uh, this like white lady, like who looked like she was uh, in Real Housewives of Orange County, <laughs> like, you know, mad fillers, mad thing, you know, no, no shade or something, but that age. And she's like, uh, at least we're open. Like, we're open here. Like, look at New York. New York's like jail. New York's like jail. We're open. We're, and I'm just like, I bet you she's watching the TV and mm-hmm. is like, oh, well, these people, these people like doing spring not break, open they're for crazy. Them. They're yeah, not, not open, open for, them. for them. That's exactly what I was. Yeah. That is our show today. Also, I know we have a lot of listeners in Colorado who are really engaged in messages all of the time. So we're thinking of you and hope you stay safe and well. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to SUPPod at Betches.com. Betches.